Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Monday episode of Flippin' Bats. I hope everybody had a great weekend. But there was a huge series that went down between the Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers. We're going to break it all down. We're going to talk all about those two teams. The MVP race between Ronald Acuna and Mookie Betts. Also, the Mariners. We'll talk about the Rangers. We have top 10 power rankings team of the month because it's the first Monday of this month. We got a lot to talk about today. This one's going to be a lot of fun. Let's get to it. Fly ball onto the track, at the wall, it's gone! Home run! Turns on a ball, deep right field, and gone! What a game, what a moment. Happy Labor Day, everyone. I hope everybody had a great weekend. I am joined, as always, by Alex Curry. Alex, how was your weekend? My weekend was amazing. I had a pretty legendary Saturday. Uh, we launched, it was the debut of my Fox Sports Saturday oh, yeah. radio show. Um, that went amazing. And it was the first time I've ever done a radio show in my life. And it happened to be mine. Like, you know, when you do different <laughs> shows, there's like cues, like ins and outs, what you have to reset, how you do things. I went in so blind and it turned out really awesome. And it was great. So thank you everybody for listening. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. And then great. later that night, my sister got engaged, so we surprised my whole family at my parents' house. Champagne, took them out to dinner. So it was, it was a fun, wild weekend. That's cool. And you, sir, you are wearing a Dodgers shirt, which I absolutely love and wish I owned that shirt. And you were at the game on Saturday. Yeah, it's a Dodger Stadium it? shirt. I was there at Dodger Stadium for uh, Saturday's game. Yeah, and it was. Awesome. It was, I, you know, we're going to talk a lot about him coming up, but yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr. that night hit oh, a beautiful. ball that everybody now, I, I think uh, many people have seen. And when it happened, I was sitting in the seats oh, good. and I verbally said, that is the hardest hit baseball that I have ever seen Yeah, in person. Yeah. And that's... I, I've seen a lot, of, a lot of baseball in my life and to look online after and mm -hmm. see that it was 121.2 miles an hour Crazy. is unbelievable. Crazy. It is legitimately one of the hardest balls ever hit ever, ever, ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was rad. Yeah. It was really cool. A uh, good game. The series was quite the, quite the I, series. Yeah. Um, uh, Braves came in and just dominated taking three of four that which was... is crazy because the dodgers have the better offense like you said hey you know what what it was we're not gonna we're not gonna backtrack here i would love to backtrack if no, you're willing to I, what i want to <laughs> say is like one of these times maybe you're gonna invite me to hang out or like play golf i'll make the cut one of these times see you and 
Yeah, one of these times I'll get an invite to to your concerts and everything you're going to. I didn't see an invite to Taylor Swift. Where was that invite? It wasn't mine to invite. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you can't you can't bring that one up. Okay. One of these times we'll play golf. There's a lot of concerts you go to. A lot lot of parties. A lot of concerts. All right. No Ben. Okay. I'll make it happen. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. When it is. Beyonce still in town. That's tonight's her last night. (laughs) I'm not even going to Beyonce tonight. I've been watching everybody's stories and whatnot, but no, I know sadly I'm not going to Beyonce tonight. Um, As many of you know, we record Monday's episode on Sunday night during the Sunday night baseball game, which is currently happening. I think it's in like the seventh inning right now. Astros, Yankees, Yankees have won the first two games of that series and are ahead in this one. Could be a sweep. It might be. After looking incredible against the Red Sox on the road to go back home. None of that momentum carried over. (laughs) Not good. The the AL West is going to be wild and we'll talk all about that today. We will, but let's talk about the NL first and start with overreaction Monday and our first overreaction. Ooh, I hope this is true. The Braves and Dodgers was a preview of the NLCS. The baseball world and fans are in for an absolute treat if this is ultimately the NLCS, Braves versus the Dodgers. Now, I will say my worries about the Dodgers still hold true. I worry that they have some pitching issues. Um, Bullpen, for sure, but starters, I mean, it was to a point where we were really... Is, is Lance Lynn the number three starter in the playoffs? He's been throwing pretty well since the trade. That didn't. He got lit up. He got lit up. He got lit up. Um, Bobby Miller looked fantastic Sunday. I'm a big Bobby Miller mm-hmm. fan. I think he should be uh, one of the top three guys in that playoff rotation. But Kershaw's most recent start, Julio's been struggling for a couple starts in a row. So I, I just have concerns with this Dodgers team. Do I think they're one of the two best teams in the National League? Sure. But I think the gap between the Braves and everybody else is pretty wide. And I I wouldn't, it would not shock me one bit if a team like the Phillies comes in and beats whoever they play. You could tell me that the Phillies beat the Braves in the playoffs and I wouldn't say no way. You could tell me that the Phillies beat the Dodgers and I would completely understand. The Phillies are going to be a problem again in the playoffs. Um, Again, this would be, an awesome NLCS matchup. Those yeah. games were intense. They were really fun. And I think the baseball world is in for a treat if it happens, but I think the Phillies are going to have something to say along the line, whether, whether it's the Braves or the Dodgers. Uh, I think that's going to be quite the serious. All three would be an insane, yeah. whichever way it matches up, if it matches up that way for the NLCS. But yep. in this weekend series, we had four of the top NL MVP candidates right now. So our next overreaction, Ronald Acuna Jr. reasserted himself as the NL MVP. Oh yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr. even more so solidified that he is the 2023 National League MVP. I mean, he went onto the road against the next best team in the league into the house of Mookie Betts, who mm-hmm. is the his you know counterpart for the MVP award, and one they both showed showed out. Oh, Thursday was insane. They both showed out, but Ronald ultimately 
stole the show, stole the series on the road in Dodger Stadium on that huge stage. Look, I, I think we, we've had the conversation that Ronald has been the spark plug for the best offense in baseball all year long. And I think this matchup, we got it. We, you know, all eyes were on this series. This kind of felt like, okay, Ronald has been the heavy favorite all yeah. year long. And then all of a sudden with the month that Mookie Betts had, it was wait, not so fast. These two are neck and neck. And then they got to face each other in a series. And it just felt like a, I don't know. It just felt like the series to determine who was going to be MVP. And that only holds true if, you know, like one guy could do terrible or do awesome in September and that changes things. There's still a month left, but it just felt like that series is going to be the turning point. I mean, his season is historic. Yeah. The grand slam in game one to lock up home run number 30, lock up the first 30, 60 season, 30 homers, 60 stolen bases in the history of baseball. He's at 63 stolen bases, which is remarkable. And I do not care what some stats say about being aggressive on the bases or really how good of a base runner is he stealing the bases, but Mookie's kind of just, as I, I don't care. Stolen bases are so valuable. And I will say this. Anyone referencing the advanced analytic of BSR respectfully has no idea what they're talking about and has not put on a pair of spikes. What Ronald Acuna Jr. is doing on the bases, you can't let a number dictate how valuable he is on the bases. I mean, when you have a guy on base Mm -hmm. that is a threat to run, what that does to the pitcher, right? Ronald Cooney is on base for, he's the spark plug for the best offense in baseball. When he gets on base, the pitcher knows he's going to run. What does that mean? More fastballs for that lineup. Slide steps, quicker to the plate, leaving balls up and out over the plate because you're not in your normal rhythm. It changes everything. As a, and, and also just getting into scoring position in itself. 63 stolen bases is absolutely incredible. And this really, really, really good Braves offense is made even more incredible when the, when you have Ronald Acuna Jr. on the bases doing what he's been doing. So in this series, Ronald homered in the first three games of the series, stole bases in the first two, and with all eyes on him in the biggest series of the regular season, he showed out in front of all the voters and everybody that we know is watching. And I think Ronald Acuna Jr. showed why he is this year's MVP. Can we just talk about that Thursday game, though? The first game of the series? Yeah, that was Because really cool. it was like, this is why these two players, Ronald Acuna Jr. and Mookie Betts, are the two favorites for the NL MVP. It starts with Ronald Acuna Jr. hitting his grand slam. Uh, his 30th home run of the season to get that 30, 60 yeah. season you mentioned. Then Mookie Betts, it's a home run that goes just over, over the tip Acuna's of glove. Ronald Acuna's yeah. glove. And then Mookie hits another home run. So then it's like, you got a multi-home run game, a grand slam making history yeah. game. Oh, Ronald also got married that morning and then just had the best <laughs> day of his life. Like it was, that was such a cool, exciting game. You know what it reminded me of? And I feel like for a few years now, we've been getting those like moments. Remember last year in Yankee Stadium, Aaron Judge robbed Shohei of a homer at Yankee Stadium. And it just felt like, man, these are the two MVPs matching up. What's going to happen? They both showed out. Yeah. But ultimately, Aaron Judge robbed that homer of Shohei. And looking back, it's like that was a pretty cool moment. And here you had 
Ronald hitting homers, Mookie hitting homers just over the glove yeah. of Ron. Like it was just, it was really it was cool magical. to see that. It's yeah. like, appreciate what we're getting to see right now. Yes. Because and it is so cool. Let's stop devaluing stolen bases. If 60 stolen bases were so easy with these new rules, more than one person would have yeah. 60 plus I stolen bases. I mean, we do want to point out, you saw the, <laughs> the video of Freddie Freeman presenting Ronald Acuna yeah. Jr. with a base um, from the game on Thursday night, once he made that 3060 history. And I don't think I've, that was the first time I've really noticed how large these bases are because it took up Ronald Acuna Jr.'s entire torso as he was receiving the gift of the base. If you're watching right now, here it is of Freddie. And yeah, it's shoulder yeah. to his shorts. <laughs> it, it definitely matters. Yes. Right? Like stolen bases are. You know, would he have 60 last year with these, with those rules? No, no. but what he's doing this year is nobody's doing it. Nobody's yeah. ever done it. Obviously the rules help that, but I, I, I don't like the discrediting of the stolen bases either. Well, it's the rules or well, is it really mattering because he's not scoring that many more runs than Mookie Betts? So maybe he's not that good of a, a base runner. I, I, I don't know, but Let's just appreciate what we're seeing from yeah. those two. It's been incredible. And uh, yeah, I think this series, I think it solidified the MVP award for Ronald Acuna unless something drastic happens in either direction. Well, we're going to keep talking about uh, the Braves because whew, they are red hot right now in our next Overreaction Monday. The Braves will have the NL MVP and the Cy Young winner. I think the MVP award is heading to Atlanta. Yeah. And I think the Cy Young award is heading to San Diego. I think, I think Blake Snell, his start on Sunday, since the beginning of June, there has not been a pitcher even close to as good as Blake Snell has been a, a tougher, a tough start to the year. And then it all clicked. Right. When we saw him and talked to him right before. Yeah. He had had and like a couple good him. starts in yeah. a row and we're like, Hey, this is awesome. What, what did happened? something change? Was it mechanics? Was it, what no. was it? And his first answer is just golf. Yeah. And we're like, what? Stop and then he's like, no, it. seriously, I just stopped. Yeah. I just stopped thinking so much about it. And ever since then he's been fantastic. I think, I think Blake Snell is going to be the NL Cy Young award winner. Uh, Spencer Strider is certainly in that conversation. And I tweeted this over the weekend. Kodai Senga is in that conversation, man. He's been unbelievable. Do I think he's the leader? No. Do I think he's top three, top five right now? I absolutely do. He's I not in the top five odds. He should be. Right now, you have Blake Snell at plus 110, Spencer Strider at plus 210, Zach Gallon at plus 450, Justin Steele at plus 950, and Logan Webb at plus 3,000. Not getting the respect he deserves. Yeah. You know why? Huh. It's, well, that's not, well, Blake Snell's doing what he's doing. It's he's going to have to go above and beyond. That's I was, I was about well. to counter. I was like, you can't blame it on the team, <laughs> but you have to go. But I just think what yeah. Kodai Senga is doing, not to go down a Kodai Senga, what Kodai Senga is doing, look at, look at his numbers. They're unbelievable. What he's doing this year, I think is getting a little overshadowed by the Mets and then all the drama that people are trying to stir up and Max stuff, Steve Cohen, Billy Epler, and then the, the Pete Alonzo trade stuff and the toxicity of Pete Alonzo. Like, while we should just be appreciating what Kodai Senga is doing, regardless, yeah. Blake Snell would be my pick for an Cy Young Award. All right. 
Let's move to the American League for our next overreaction Monday. The Rangers will miss the playoffs. I ultimately think the Rangers will do enough to get into the playoffs. We're going to turn this around. But man, it ain't it ain't pretty right no, now. Oh, it's bad. It is so bad. Four and twelve in their last sixteen. That includes the win on Sunday, the walk off homer, huge victory there. Uh, I I I just think I've been pretty disappointed with with the Blue Jays this year. I think they're kind of similar right now, right? Like you have two teams that should be really good offensively. Um, the Rangers are really good offensively. I don't think the Blue Jays ever lived up to how good I I felt the offense would be this year. And I, I don't foresee that change. You know, like I, I've said this many times with the Blue Jays, the team that I'm mentioning the Blue Jays because they're right on the heels of, yeah. of the Rangers for that final wild card spot. And if, if it's not the Rangers, if the Rangers don't get in, it'll be the Blue Jays that do get in. I, I'd, I've said this before about that Blue Jays offense. They need Vladdy Jr. to be elite. Yeah. And he's been good. Yeah. And and I, I don't think that makes them... I, I think they need elite Vladdy Jr. back. They don't have that. They haven't had that this year. The, t- the offense as a whole has, under, has underperformed a little bit, in my opinion. So I think the Rangers are good enough to get it done. Their bullpen is a nightmare. They have more blown saves than saves, which <laughs> not good, if no. you were wondering. Their next three series are going to be huge, Alex. They have Ooh. the Houston Astros. Yeah. Starting tonight. Tonight. Today. And then the Oakland A's. Got to take care of business there. And then the Toronto Blue Jays. And we all know how the season ends. Mariners, Mariners, Mariners. Mariners. They, like they control their own destiny at this point. Yeah. Like you just got to win if you want to get in. Yeah. You win to get in. That's not that hard, right? So, That's sports. I'm going to say. In a nutshell. I'm going to say that the Rangers ultimately hold on and get in. I'm Ooh. a big believer in that offense. The starting pitching is good. I think they can do it. All right. Well, let's talk about the team that jumped the Rangers for first place in the AL West. The Mariners are the AL team. No one wants to face in the playoffs. You know, I am so high on this Mariners team. Should be. And I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody should want to run into them. Obviously they don't have the, um, the experience over the long haul in the playoffs. They, they got in last year, but it's kind of a short, short-lived series though every one of those games could have gone in the other direction um look if if you're gonna ask the mariners are the al team that no one wants to face i think the team that no one wants to face would be the astros in the playoffs they just there's just something that there's a flip that switches in the playoffs for the astros with that experience that same core it's the same core again they're, they're going to be a problem. I would say that they're the team, the team nobody wants to play, but nobody should want to play the Mariners. Nobody. I am. I think the Mariners, I, I think the Mariners are good enough to win the world series. I really do. I, I think what they have going for them is that no one knows what to expect from the Mariners in the playoffs. They just broke their 21 year playoff drought last season. And look at what they just did this last month. Yeah, but it, it is, could be scary. Is a team really like undervalued when you go into a postseason series with them? Like, what what's the opponent gonna like take them lighter because they haven't been there? 
No, know? I'm just saying like they've kicked it into a completely different gear yeah. this last month. Yeah. And again, who knows? They could take it to another gear once they get to the postseason. Yeah. We don't know because we haven't seen them with a lot of postseason experience. So it's like you don't know what to expect with this team. And that's what could kind of help them. I think I think the Mariners. I believe the Seattle Mariners are good enough to win the World Series. This Hot year. take. It would have to go through. Houston at some point or another yep. to be the best. You got to beat the best. And the Astros are still the Astros. The Astros are going to be in the playoffs. They are going to be a problem, but Mariners, but the Mariners like are up to that. I believe the Mariners are up to that problem now. And yeah. look, my preseason prediction was Astros over the Braves in the world series. And I will, I will ride with that, but it would not shock me at all. If the Mariners are able to beat the Astros in the playoffs, it just wouldn't that. And to me, it's the rotation. Luis Castillo, George Kirby. George Kirby's been fantastic. Logan Gilbert back into the bullpen with Munoz, who's been really good. Um, and then Julio. I mean, Julio's, yeah. a, Julio's a star and is carrying that offense, and everybody has elevated around him because of him. And those vibes are so good. It wouldn't shock me at all. So are the Mariners the AL team no one wants to face? I would say no but I wouldn't want to face the Mariners in October. I really wouldn't. They're good. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's keep talking some playoffs. The last NL wildcard team will be fill in the blank. I, I'm going to ride. I'm going to ride with my preseason hot, hot, bold take. Okay. And say that the last NL wildcard team will be the Arizona diamondbacks. Okay. They're, I mean, they're in it right now. Yeah. I mean, but that race, I mean, yeah. you have the standings up. I mean, I do. Yeah. You have, um, obviously Philly, Philly's Cubs are Cubs and then all three tied Arizona, Miami, San Francisco. They're all tied. They're all tied. Yeah. They all have 70 wins and 67 losses. Yeah. Yeah. They're all tied. So it's going to be, and, and oh, I'm, and, the Reds. Yeah, the Reds are what, a game? A half no, game? they're also like all tied. They just have one more loss. Oh, they're all they have the they're all the Reds have tied. 71 wins and 68 losses. Yeah, okay. So, so they're all it's yeah, like a four way then San Diego five and a half games out. Nah. Yeah. Um yeah, I think it's gonna be the D backs. I want it I'm not gonna say I I would have said a couple months ago the or a month ago the Reds. The Reds are just Man, it's the the Reds are the Reds have arrived, right? The future is here. They're going to be good for a long time. I just don't I don't feel it right now with this Reds team. Hunter Green did throw really well his last start, which was really good to see, and that's important for them. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the D-backs. I'm going to say the D-backs. That's my pick. Right. But it is a hot mess there. That's crazy. And they're all One, really two, like three. they're all yeah, under the radar tie. teams that nobody was expecting. Like beginning of the year, every single person had two of the three wild card spots being either the Braves Mets yeah. and Padres or Dodgers will obviously be one of them. So two of the three were taken care of. Don't even think about anybody else. And now two and of now, those are gone. Now they're, they're gone. Two of the most disappointing seasons ever. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got one more overreaction. Major League Baseball made the right call to keep the pitch clock for the postseason. I wholeheartedly believe Major League Baseball yeah. made the right call here, keeping these rules in place. Look, this is what's changed baseball this year. Baseball's on 
a straight upward trajectory, 10% increase in attendance, which is wild and the highest increase since 1998. Uh, Viewership is great everywhere. Baseball is just being talked about. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's there's no lulls. Like there used to be so much like you could get up, go get a drink, go get some There's food. No come, lulls? Like a lull? Oh, I, I, I thought you said lull, like Mike Lowell, but that wouldn't have made sense, which no. is why I said what? Lull's a thing, lull. right? No, a lull is a thing. Okay, I'm like, but I don't know. I make things lull. up and I make, says, I make sayings up all the time. Lull. 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 <laughs> English lessons <laughs> with Ben and Alex. <laughs> there would be like slow moments in a game where you could get up, go get food, get a drink, come back. Like, oh, I don't feel like I missed anything. Not now. You don't do that. You miss every, you'll yeah. miss a whole inning if you go and do that. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's fast. It's efficient. It's entertaining, especially with people's uh, attention spans yeah. these days needed it, to happen. Anybody that thought this wouldn't happen, they used the pitch clock during the all-star game. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. there was any time to be like, Oh, you know what? We're going to throw the rules out for this game. Yeah. It'd be an all-star game. The playoffs, they will absolutely have it. Um, and I'm, I'm, they made the right call here doing it. I will in a perfect world, Alex, in a perfect world, if I were in charge, yeah, I would like to, to expand the pitch clock five seconds on each side in the, in the postseason, okay. maybe from 15 and 20 seconds to 20 and 25 or 20 and 30 with somebody on base in the postseason. But I get it not doing it, uh, but that would be in a perfect world, but absolutely the right call. Keep these rules. It's changed baseball for the better and put it on the biggest stage in baseball, which yep. is the playoffs. Great. I'm with you. I've loved the pitch clock from the moment they announced it before the season. I love the pitch clock All before the they it even was announced my it. <laughs> it's my favorite. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That wraps up Overreaction Monday. August has come and gone, so that means it is time for Team of the Month of August, Ben. It is here. Yeah. Position by position, the best player from the entire month that was of August at every single spot on the field. So the August Team of the Month. Alex, I'm going to start with catcher Mitch Garver of the Texas Rangers was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And he had 302. He had eight homers, 16 RBIs, and an OPS over 1,000 on the month. Mitch Garver's been great for the Rangers back there. He's my catcher. Moving up to first base, Freddie Freeman. Yeah, this, I mean, he, yeah, had, a, he had an incredible month. Uh, Freddie hit. Freddie, it felt like for a stretch there was never getting out. And you look up at the end of the month and he had three, 374 on the month with four homers, 16 RBIs, and also an OPS over a thousand. Freddie Freeman at first base. Moving to sex base. Sex second base. base. Second base. His teammates. 
At Sex Base, <laughs> I have Stop. Freddie Freeman's teammate, I, I can't believe I came Mookie Betts. <laughs> Congratulations, Mookie. Come on down. What, what, <laughs> what a month for Mookie. 455, 11 homers, 30 RBIs, a 1355 OPS. A great, a great month. I'm sweating over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move. What base are we going to now? <laughs> Third, base. Third. Okay. Stop. Third base, Alex Bregman. Yeah. Bregman was great. 318, four homers, 21 RBIs, and a 959 OPS. Alex Bregman is uh Breggy Bombs. They're back. <laughs> what? Still losing it over there? Uh Alex, Alex in not Alex Curry, Alex Bregman <laughs> in August. I feel like got back to the Alex Bregman that I don't know. We all, you know, that Astros fans know and love so much. He was great. He's my third baseman. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is gone. Sorry, yeah, I'm trying to keep it in. Okay. Shortstop. Over, over to shortstop. <laughs> I'll take it away. My shortstop. Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. has, has emerged. Uh. I think Bobby Witt has emerged as a superstar in this game and obviously being in Kansas city with a team that is not very good this year. We're not talking about him a lot, but for the last couple of months, Bobby Witt jr. Has been the best shortstop in baseball. Corey Seager's in that conversation as well, but three twenty-four for Bobby Witt, nine homers, 22 RBIs and an OPS over a thousand on the month. And it was very close. The shortstop position was very close between him and Corey Seager this month. All right, let's move to the outfield. Now, remember, these are just the top three outfielders, not by position. And it's Ben's uh, best of the month, starting with Kerry Carpenter. Yeah, Kerry Carpenter, Detroit Tigers, 347 with nine homers, 20 RBIs, and an OPS over 1,000 on the month. I think Kerry Carpenter, look, the conversation for a while with Kerry Carpenter was, is this is this real? Like, is this, is this a guy for us now? And I, I think we can confidently say that the answer to that is yes. I really do. Uh, he's got a, his OPS is around 900 on the season. He's got a bunch of at bats. He's on my team of the month mm-hmm. for August. Huge honor, huge yep. honor. The and biggest. he's my uh, first of three outfielders. Your second of three, Julio Rodriguez. <sighs> Julio. What a month. 429, seven wow. home runs, 30 RBIs, and a 1,200 OPS. This is, he had one of the best months that we've seen. I mean, it was an, a historic month. 17 hits in a four-game stretch. 17 hits History. in four games. History. I hardly got 17 hits in my five-year career. Yikes. No, I'm just kidding, okay. Alex. Wow, she believed that. 17 hits in a month is a lot of hits. He yeah. got 17 hits in in four days, yeah, which is wild. Uh, so Julio Rodriguez, really, this is the month for him. It turned around for the Mariners. Yeah. It, it, everything turned around for the Mariners this month. And Julio Rodriguez is the leader of that, leader of that clubhouse. He is my second of three outfielders. Speaking of leaders, your third outfielder, the leader of the NL MVP race right now, Ronald Acuna Jr., 
He had 352 on the month, six homers, 22 RBIs, and a 1,000 OPS on the month. Again, this is these are basically his season. His season yeah. numbers at this point are ridiculous, like player of the month type stats. That's just how good he's been. These numbers don't even count. Um, maybe the Thursday game was at the end of August. Did the Thursday game count? The it's, Thursday game was the last one yeah. that does count, but his next couple of homers were in Brand September. Slam. He's already off to a great start in September. Uh, but of course, Ronald Acuna Jr., current front runner for MVP, absolutely on this team. All right, designated hitter. He also finally, I think, arrived and found his swing after coming off the IL. Bryce Harper. Exactly. Remember. He didn't take a rehab stint. He was coming off the the Tommy John. Like uh-huh. he, it's a big deal. The, what he's done since he's returned. Yeah, it started a little slower. Not even that slow. Just not Bryce Harper. Yeah. This is Bryce Harper. 361 on the month, 10 homers on the month, and an OPS of 1236. Bryce Harper is back. He is mashing. And he's also an insane playing, first base. Playing okay, a good bit you. of first base. I was like, like <laughs> it's he's actually impressive. been really good over there. Yeah. Like I've been really impressed with Bryce Harper at first base. Offensively, he's back. So uh yeah, he is my DH on this week's or this month's team yeah. of the month. All right. Your starting pitcher of the month, Cole Reagans. Cole Reagans of the Kansas City Royals. I don't think a lot of people would know this name. And he is he is he was AL pitcher of the month. Yeah. He went three and one. He struck out fifty-three batters in thirty-six and two-thirds innings with a one point seven two ERA. We all talk about how good and nasty and dominant Spencer Strider is, right? And his crazy yeah. strikeout rate. Cole Reagans had a better strikeout rate than Spencer Strider did in the month of August. In five of his six starts, he threw six plus innings pitched with Less than three earned runs, eight or more Ks. The the month that he had was incredible. I think he's I think he's really shown that he is going to be a force in this league. And hopefully, as the there's a couple Royals on here. Hopefully the Royals can get back to relevance and we're seeing Bobby Witt and Cole Reagans be stars in the league. He's my pitcher. Starting right. pitcher. Starting pitcher. Rounding out your team. Of the month, closing pitcher, Rice Iglesias. Yeah, Rice Iglesias was perfect on the month. Seven saves, 17 strikeouts, 13 innings pitched, and not a single earned run given up. Only four walks in the entire month. Only seven hits given up in the entire month. And he rounds out my team of the month. We went all around from catcher to sex base, to the outfield, to DH, to the pitchers that rounds out my team of the month, but Alex pull it together. Cause it is player of the I month. I finally time. just got it together. And we will each have a player of the month. I don't know yours, but I would imagine they might be the same. My player of the month is Mookie Betts. One of the best months in the history of baseball, 455, 11 homers, 30 RBIs on the month, led baseball in pretty much every single offensive category Mm -hmm. in the month of August and has really just forced himself 
to the top of the NL MVP race right there now with Ronald Acuna, who was the heavy favorite. And it's not because Ronald Acuna Jr. slowed down. No. It's because Mookie Betts did this in the month of August. He's absolutely my player of the month. And I'm t- to, to do this. <laughs> yeah. Go, go. Keep to going. do this in a month that Julio had. Yeah. Like Julio, any other month would be deserving of a player of the month. But with what Mookie did for me, it had to be him. What are you laughing about over there? Nothing. Same. How can you not pick Mookie Betts for player of the month? He literally had the best offensive month in the league. He played himself into this MVP conversation. He was my, he was my player of the week the last two weeks. So I'm just, you know, keeping the trend alive. And as you mentioned, he led the league in batting average, batting average with runners in scoring position, on base percentage, slugging, OPS, runs, hits, home runs, extra base hits, total bases. Pretty good. He was the best. He was the best, and he is both of our players. Player of the month. All right. That does it for our team of the month of August and player of the month for August. All right, Alex, we are up here now to finish this episode with some brand new and improved top 10 Major League Baseball power rankings. But how new are they? We've only got a couple yeah, of movements. Yeah, not a ton of changes this week. Not a ton. We only have got two changes this week. And it starts at number 10, down one spot, the Rangers. Yeah, the, the Rangers were on the cusp of, if the Rangers didn't win on Sunday, yeah. they might have just gotten the boot for a week. Like, maybe they needed a little reset. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were feeling the pressure of being in my power rankings every week this year. Definitely a reset, all about you. And that would help them. Uh-huh. Um, so... They did win Sunday. I still believe in this Rangers team. Good starters, really good offense, bullpen, a lot of question marks, but I did have to bump them down. We've just seen them lose so much ground in the division for Mm -hmm. the the last month, and they lost some more ground this week. They went from leading the division to now behind the the Astros and the the Mariners at the top of the division. So Rangers got bumped down to 10. And at number nine, getting bumped up one spot, the Cubs. Yeah, Cubbies here at number nine. Again, it's not really so much about what they did. It's about the Rangers doing more to go down, which is going to be a theme of this week's power rankings, Alex. Like, nobody really, like, nobody was great. Nobody was awful. Yeah. You know, just kind of just this is definitely the week with the least amount of movement in the power rankings. Those are the only two movements. So let's get to number eight, the Rays. Number eight is the Rays. Uh, They're 83 and 54. Still a really good record. Still have a good grasp on that top wild card spot. They've been definitely playing better, but uh, had lost a couple in a row heading into Sunday. Won that game. So uh, no movement for them. They're at eight. Uh, Number seven, the Astros. Yeah, the Astros week was interesting. I was fully prepared to move them up (laughs) after the Red Sox series where they looked better than they have all year long. We talked about it. Like, this is the best. This is the Astros have arrived, right? Like, this is full. They went into Boston, scored like a million runs in that series. They pitched well. They're back. They're healthy. Brantley back. And then they go and, and get swept by the Yankees. And look, as... You know, we record Sunday night. That game is in the top of the ninth. So I would have bumped them up to maybe six had they not gotten swept here. Uh, But I'm going to keep them the same. And if somehow the Astros have some crazy comeback in the bottom of the ninth, when tomorrow's power rankings come up, you might see that come out. Yeah. Or when today's ultimately come out, you might see this switch. But 
Uh, I'm imagining they're about to lose this game in three more outs. And a sweep to the Yankees. You sweep the Red Sox and you get swept by the Yankees in the yeah. same week. You stay the same. A lot of confusion. You're yeah. just going to stay. Awesome. I don't know. Stay. Stay. Yeah. Everyone's staying. Even yeah. number six, Phillies. Yeah. Number six is the Phillies, 75 and 61. I've talked about them a lot. I, I'm a big believer. I feel about the Phillies in the NL like I feel about the Mariners in the AL. That's the comparison okay. to me. Now, completely different. Yeah. Completely different teams. But that's kind of the like you're, you're you point to the superstar. You you point to the bigger teams in each league. Braves, Dodgers, mm -hmm. in the American League. I think yeah, the Mariners right now are leading the division. But like Astros, Orioles this year. Yeah. The, uh, the teams like the the really good teams, and and I just feel like the the Mariners are a team that's going to get in, and that's going to be slept on. And I feel the same way about the Phillies. I'm really high on them, and I think uh, I think they're good. They're here at six. All right, let's move into your top five, which is the same as last week. Started with number five, the Brewers. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. They had a fine week. 76 Everything's fine. and 60. They're still at the top of the NL Central. Uh, did have a big series win against the Cubbies, but uh, yeah, they're here at number five still. Number four, the Mariners. Yeah, Mariners 77 and 59 still currently leading the division despite losing the series to the Mets. This is this was probably the most difficult power rankings that I've ever had to do because you had the framework of last week's and yeah. then you look of like okay, who deserves to move up? Yeah. Who deserves to move down? And if you move somebody down, somebody has to move up, right? Yeah. But nobody was deserving of moving no. up. And I don't think anybody all the NL wildcard teams that we talked about like that aren't on this list, the Reds, the the D-backs, the yeah. Giants, the Marlins, they've all been playing poorly. Yeah. So it's like, who who's going to move in? Nobody. Who's going to move down? Well, that means you have to move somebody up. And Mariners didn't have a great week. And they just, so they stayed put. Yep. So did the Dodgers at number three. Huh. Been pretty, not just with our conversation the other day, but a lot of people have been having the Dodgers at two. I've stuck with them at three. And was prepared at any moment to move them up. This series that we saw this weekend could have been the big one to no, two to weeks move ago up. is when they should have been up. They lost the series. This is okay now. Should they have though? Yeah. Why? Because they were having the best month at that point in baseball. Yeah, the Orioles didn't give didn't give up any ground there. The Orioles continued to play well. I just kept them. I just kept them all where they were. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to move the Dodgers down this week after getting obliterated by the Atlanta Braves. I won't do it. All right, number so two, stay. the Orioles. Yeah, Orioles here at number two, 85 and 51. The O's are just so much fun. I, I, I have so much fun watching the Baltimore Orioles. They're very good. Another pretty good, pretty good week. That's the theme of this week's power rankings. They're here at number two. And number one. Best team in baseball, the Braves. If you could move up from one, that would be the biggest move of the week. The Braves are up from number one to really, really number one. That's where they move. A plus plus. Yeah. Uh, they are the first team in baseball to 90 wins, 90 and 46. They are very clearly the best team in baseball. I've been saying for months at this point, and I think this past series exemplified how big that gap is. Yep. I, I, I think I think we learned 
that there is a big gap right now between the Atlanta Braves and everybody else. And what does that mean come playoff time? Absolutely nothing. Because anything can happen in the playoffs. Because anything can happen in the playoffs. But the Braves are very clearly the best team in baseball. And they round out this week's top 10 Major League Baseball power rankings that did not have a ton of movement. Mm-mm. Rangers moved down one. Cubbies moved up one to, to just flip places there. Yep. And everything else stayed the same. And that's our Monday show. And that's our Monday show. Happy Labor Day. Thanks Happy for Labor Day, with us. everyone. We will see you tomorrow for our Tuesday episode. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch everything we do at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of those. But for this Monday episode, I hope everybody enjoys the rest of your Labor Day. This one has been a lot of fun. Until tomorrow, guys, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats. Peace.